I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, Scarlett, how are you? How's it going? Oh, same old, same. Yeah, same. <laughs> I promise our enthusiasm will. Yeah, yeah. Lift I was going to say. I was like, we we need to foster some sort of energy um, for the podcast. But yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you, go follow us on Instagram, starloversubstancepod, shoot us an email, starloversubstancepeak at gmail.com, find us on YouTube, find us on Twitter, we've got all the links on our Instagram, you know what to do. Considering that, I think well, let's just just go straight in. Let's go straight in. Mm. Fashion stories. Would you like to start? Yes. Yeah, so my fashion story is um, to all my Crocs lovers out there. Uh. This is <laughs> this is something for your calendars, guys. Um, so a brand that I previously didn't know anything about, um, but I went on their Instagram and they're they're quite. If you're a Balenciaga girl guy i think you'll appreciate their instagram but they are called san quans and i think they're like like an asian brand so like a far east asian brand maybe like a korean or a japanese or something i'm not 100 sure but i did see they have a collaboration with crocs coming out and you know what i wasn't planning on getting any other crocs besides the one i wear at home Your house shoes my house shoes because crocs are house shoes let's be real uh, I don't after, think everyone shares that sentiment. They don't because, so <laughs> I recently got my mum and my sister involved in okay. Crocs and literally within a week of buying her first pair, my sister then went and bought her second pair and she Classic, wore, your sister. I <laughs> know, oh I know. She doesn't um, do things by halves. <laughs> so she went to get her nails done and she was wearing her Crocs and I said, Eloise, like Crocs are for the house. Or Crocs are for like festivals or something, you know. Like, does, don't she, be bedazzle, going in the- does she bedazzle her Crocs? No, are they, are they jazzy? Are they they're not there? Um, they are. But my sister's like into florals. You mm. might not realize, but she's everything is floral, floral, floral. So she's got the floral versions, and she wears like graphic socks with them. Right. Um, do they go? No, but that's that's her. But that's vibe. Crocs as well, man. That's her, nothing yeah. goes with Crocs. <laughs> Excuse me, take that back. So um, yeah, so she went out the house in the high street in Crocs, and I said mm, that's not really what they're for. But now seeing this collaboration, I'm tempted to get them as just some outside Crocs. Outside Crocs. <laughs> so the reason why I say that is because. You take a, a normal croc and then what they've done is given it like it sits in a base and the base straps on to the normal croc. So, so it's you like, have to own a pair. No, 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 no. They come oh, together. Okay. They're like made for each other. But what I'm saying is this has an added like tread, outer shell, right. outer shell tread to it. And I really like it. They come in um, a white like an ivory or whatever a green like a grassy green color mm-hmm. and a black and I'm really hoping they don't come out and say they're 60 pounds or 70 pounds because I'm not gonna buy them if they're that expensive 
But guys, get ready. I think it's the 5th of August. I've got my eye on those. The countdown vlog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've oh, also man. got another fashion story. And literally yesterday, I spent what felt like most of the day trying to hunt down something in Zara. Yeah. Do you ever get, because I get like this. Yeah. You ever get, you want something and you're like tunnel visioned on getting this item. Yeah. That's what happens You search every depth, you're on Depop, you're on eBay, you do it, you're convinced that item it's of gonna happen is for you yeah. yeah so i had this dress in mind that i wanted to get i had it screenshotted it was in my like little folder of things i have my eye on on my phone for a good while for maybe mm-hmm. like a month let's say and it was in yeah. the sale but I, but it was it was like 50 pound in the sale and i was like i'm not paying 50 pound for it if it goes down it goes down i get it then i thought to myself i, I like looked online and it sold out and i thought you know what it's not like I'm really doing anything where I need a dress up dress. Like, yeah. where, where am I going? This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I can let this go. And then, like, I saw one of my best friends who lives in Spain. And she'd bought the yellow version. And I was like, it looks incredible on her. This dress looks incredible. <laughs> but she always looks amazing. Like, And I saw it and she went out in the dress but the yellow version is full price. And I was like, I need the black version. Like, I, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, then, you know, you go on Zara and you're like, find me the nearest store that has this sale item. And you know, that's tricky to begin with because sale they, items. They don't, they don't keep good levels of stock. They don't. It's like, it tells you <laughs> They don't one know left. what they've got in their store. Nah. <laughs> nah. And I thought this is, let me try. Because it says that they have one in the town that I live okay it actually said it had an extra small and a small so I was like I'm gonna try my luck I'm gonna go in store so I did and I just mm. saw it and I just like like I don't know I just pounced on it like you know when you just grab something from the rail in case someone else gets it mm. and it had a stain on it but it was a bad stain it looked like a sticky stain and I was like I know but also it was cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Anyway, so I bought it and mm. they told me it was non-refundable because it had damage and I bought it knowing there was damage. I went home, doesn't fit. Stop it. This item didn't fit. No, it was tight. Honestly, the sizing was off. Zara's sizing off is disgraceful. I can be a size small in something. I could be a size large. It's, I just can't even. Their sizing, I know it is bad, but I think I'm just, honestly, I think I'm just in general lucky with their sizing. Mm-hmm. Like I can buy something and it fits 98% of the time. And this was like, oh shit. But I was like, you know what? I only paid £20 for it. Like, so I went back online and it actually said they no longer had the extra small, which is the one I bought. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this thing's quite up to date. And it said it had a small. So I left my house again. <laughs> and I went back to the store. And lo and behold, I found the small. Oh my God. I can't believe I lucked out twice in one day. But yeah, now I have two sizes, guys. If you want to buy the stress off me, I might put it on our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe try and remove the stain. I'm going to, I'm to be honest, first of all, I am going to just go, I'm going to try that Zara. And if they say no, I'm going to try and like approach someone who didn't sell it to me. So I don't know, or go to a different Zara store. But um, yeah, let's hope my- Zara aren't listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're listening. Just as um, you know, Chanel's listening to this podcast. Yeah. Boohoo.com listens also. Um, <laughs> so that was my fashion story, and it just made me think. Like, I'm pretty ridiculous to really put this much time and energy yeah. and find something, something that you also don't have an occasion yet to wear it. <laughs> it's not like you're going somewhere tomorrow. But I felt accomplished. Mm. I felt really accomplished. And I thought, wow, I am such a sucker for consumerism. Consumerism. Honestly. Yeah. Same, so don't worry. What is your fashion story? Well, okay, I'm going to have two. I'm inspired by you. So the first one is the trailer dropped for the Gucci film with Gaga. <gasps> oh, yes. What is it? The the father, the son, and the house of-, of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the full trailer, but um, I'm looking forward to this film. Yeah, people are like, give her her Oscar already. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's going to be quite a dark film. I think there's like stuff about murder and stuff. Oh, the, there's lots of people get mm. murdered in the in the family yeah. of Gucci. Yeah, it is quite um very mafia-esque, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I think that's going to be that's I we there hasn't been a good fashion film and this obviously has a lot of drama to it. It's not some sort of like oh, look how beautiful Gucci is. Like it's, Mm -hmm. there's some like really like nitty gritty. Mm. Um, I'm excited to see it. Um, I hope the fashion is spot on, but yeah, I'm sure it will be. The era it's based in is, yeah, you can't really go wrong. Yeah, I've seen a couple pictures come out um, and the styling does look great. It does. It looks, it looks gaudy. It looks 70s. Mm. It looks, you know, uh, so I think the visuals is going to be really good. There's also Adam Driver, who's going to give like a very like husky, masculine vibe to his role as well. I yeah. think it's going to be good. I hope the act the acting is good. I've heard a dodgy Italian Russian accent from Gaga, mm. the House of Gucci. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was. It sounded Russian at times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it's it's quite interesting because when you've got Americans putting on an Italian, I think there's Al Pacino's in it, but he is, I feel like Al Pacino's more Italian. Mm-hmm, Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he's, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's legit Italian. When you've got American Italians putting on an Italian accent, very often it becomes this like New York accent mm-hmm. when really these New people York. are actually, yeah, yeah. Like, actually Italian. So uh, there's always room for like, dodgy accents to be honest um it's like americans doing british accents yeah mm. i think any accent what like it takes someone really skilled to not have like a, like any mistakes in their accents you know so. oh shout out to christian bale spectacular accents <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah the second part of my fashion story is i'm getting really close to the point of getting these gucci shoes <gasps> i'm getting really the ones that i want for ages the bee embroidered loafers i'm getting really close oh. to getting them and you know why it's because mm. they're basically unavailable now everywhere <laughs> again like it's yeah. that thing of like i've wanted them for ages i keep like trying to justify it i just mm. thought they'd be something that would kind of be a staple as well mm-hmm. just because gucci and the bee but it doesn't seem that way and i am now at the point of like I think I need to get these shoes for myself. I've been wanting them for two years. Like, I deserve it. Yeah. But I am now at the point of, do I want the loafer Mm. fully closed back? Or do I want, like, the slider mules? And I feel like the mules are a little bit cooler. But I think I'd wear the loafers more. I would get the loafer, but sit on the back. You know how you can. Like... I don't think you can with them. I think they're quite really? structured. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think they're super soft. Um, but yeah, because I feel like the mules just el- immediately eliminates a season. Like it, it just immediately makes it summer. I don't think you can then wear that like with tights and stuff like that. So, do you know where you can get them from? There's some on Vestair Collective still. If okay. someone does take my size. Um, and I know that Gucci have the mule availability. Uh, I've already emailed Gucci about Yeah, I was going to say. Like, you know, it's that thing really similar to you where I was just suddenly like in a phase of like, because there'd been this Italian like retailer, like an Italian version of like Nessa Porter or something a bit like that that had them in stock. And I just always thought they're in stock. I know that like they're there if I want mm. them. Mm-hmm. and they seem to now not have them and so I think that like nervous energy of like well if I want them I've got to do it soon otherwise mm-hmm. it's going to be impossible and so I had like a day of just like hunting the internet for them yeah I think you should um, do it you know yeah I think you should because the world's going to end anyway I'm you just, know I can't no. think what it was where someone was a bit like enjoy your life buy the things why do you need to get buried with money not that I have money to be buried with (laughs) but like it was that kind of a thing of like and everyone always tells me before I have responsibilities be frivolous with your money (laughs) yeah it's it's that balance between I need to make sure that I have money for as long as my body is planning to live 
but at the same time I need to make sure I'm living or enjoying the life that my body is affording me right now yeah but I have a real fear and I think this is the reason I haven't done it is I don't want to unlock this level in me that thinks it's okay to buy that stuff how much is it I feel like 600 quid Okay. okay like it, it's not bad. I don't spend that on anything. I don't spend that on shoes. Mm. But I feel like they're great. They're fully embroidered. They're great. They're Gucci. Mm. Um, but I like. I could have easily saved that. Obviously, in this time to like justify getting them over two years, I have really not much to like be putting aside. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, just feel a bit. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to unlock that level in my life of thinking that I have. Like, I'm constantly looking at like that price range and thinking that's I, like a goal. I don't think that's going to happen. Honestly, <laughs> well, I don't when... think my. I don't think <laughs> I can support that life for myself just yet. Like after I bought that bag, the bag, the, the yeah. bag that I'm not going to mention. But, um, <laughs> I felt an immense amount of like, was guilt. it guilt or was it embarrassment? Yeah. That, Bent that probably a, a, a mixture of both yeah and my mum obviously my mum's like oh just yeah it's good for you you bought it you should have it was a good purchase yeah. my mum was like hype woman on the side and I still felt bad and then as a day you know a day or two went by I was like fuck it I've got it now yeah. and yeah. now I look at my bank balance and every time I look at it I think to myself I need to recoup that money now I'm thinking to myself this cannot happen again mm. <laughs> So it depends on the sort of person you are. Listen, if you were the type to then be like, start, you know, buying a thousand pound shoes all the time, you would have done it already, Scarlett. You're in your late 20s. You would have been frivolous, you know, that student loan back in the day, or you would have done it already. Mm. That's what I think. It's true. It's true. So I'll let you know if and when that happens. Mm. I'm excited for you. I think you should definitely go and try them on because you might not even like them. I, yeah, but I, do, I don't think any store has them. I think the only way I'll buy them now is online. I'll do it and return it if you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. All the plate. I mean, if you're selling me that, you have to have a good returns process. Come on. Um, oh, they probably do. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. But watch this space. Um, let's play a jingle. Love Island, Love Island, Love Island. <laughs> I think I might add that to the jingle. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, right, this week, first of all, Love Island has levelled up. Like, it is worth watching now. Mm-hmm. Um, Fashion-wise, I'm going to go straight in for like the Casa more fashion, walking in. Ooh. That NFL player guy, <gasps> he wore a cohort. I love the co-ord. I think yeah, it looks really cool. Like, I don't know. I just thought he looked great. I feel like it's a real statement. It shows that he's into his clothing. Mm-hmm. There's been some tragic clothing for the guys. Like, you know, I just liked it. But you know what, Scarlett? In your actual real life, do you appreciate a man with a co-ord? Because you don't strike me like you do. You would not approach a guy like <laughs> If I saw a man wearing a co-ord on holiday, I would probably avoid him like the play. Yeah, you would. See? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm appreciating. No, but I'm appreciating the fashion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's what I'm attracted to. I'm yeah. saying I appreciate the fashion props yeah. and the confidence it it takes to wear coordinating items. Yeah, um, I think that guy also Medi, I believe his yeah. name is. He, I really appreciate his colorful array of do rags. Every day mm-hmm. is another neon color or another pastel summer color, and I love it. He had a lot of confidence. I liked him. He's so overlooked, I think. Yeah, yeah. That was a shame. Sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, you're you're up to date. If you're not that up to date, yeah. then what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then I will say I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I do not understand this crisscross. That girl, <gasps> what, what's her name? The girl Lily. that came back in with Tyler. Oh, Clarice or something. You're much better at names than I am. I don't understand the like under boob, crisscross, fake boob. Like, I don't need to see what you had for tea. 
I just don't think that looks good. And it's a look that can only, I guess, really be worn if you've got fake boobs. Or you've got really small boobs. Or you've got really small boobs. And yeah, like the right shape for it. But I just, I don't know if I just, I just don't get it. I don't think I get that. And it's been a start, that's... It's weird because that style of top has been the only consistent thing. Fashion in theme yeah. in the series. Yeah. Who else wore it? Lily Faye Bur- on the first, like, first Faye, day, Faye's yeah. bikini was that. Millie's yeah. also worn them, but I think she did it best because she had this like, she tropical... Itty, she also has itty-bitty boobs. So yeah, like... but I think the print, she had this, like, po- Emilio Pucci yeah, 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 yeah. print, and I thought, mm, that girl's got that girl's got style anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's really popular. And I just think it is too precarious for me. I mean, I don't have yeah. the tits for it, but like it's it's I just dangerous. find it like quite quite intense. I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather see the top of your cleavage than the bottom. Mm. Uh is what I guess we've learned from that. Yeah. Um but have you got any standout moments? Any 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 qualms with with the looks going on, yeah. I do think that the Casseramore ladies have really upped the mm. level of sexiness in terms yes. of their fashion. And that's they, what was, we're they were delivering like the looks every night. Yeah, they were. They were. I mean, you have like the likes of Chloe. She doesn't really. She makes an effort, but she's not a style girl, you know. But she, she also doesn't like. She doesn't head to toe, you know. Like her hair, she doesn't kind of like really do her hair. She's just really lucky. I think she's yeah. got naturally nice hair. Whereas yeah, they're, like their extensions, she's always playing in them. No, but like as in it just looks nice without doing anything to it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just long, it's straight, like it does, it does mm-hmm. it. But yeah, there aren't people, you know, like getting their hair like quaffed or like all like going, you know, head to toe. Yeah, you know, like harkening back to a couple of years ago, Molly May, that girl would put a look on. Yeah. She would think about how her hair looks with her outfit. Yeah. And I'm not seeing that this this no. year. Half of these no. I'm, I'm so sorry, but everyone has pretty bad nails. This you can tell they're stick on, and don't get me wrong, I like yeah. a stick on nail. Mm-hmm. But first of first and foremost, the rule of a stick on nail is you have to make sure it's the right size for your nails. You have to file them to the You shape. have to file them to the shape of your cuticle and the shape of your nail. And Chloe's nails do not fit her fingers. And like she plays with them a lot and we see them and they're currently like these sort of like Easter egg pastel colours and they don't look good. She hasn't filed them nice. Oh, just, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I can tell you're passionate. That's fine. I'm I'm really, you know what? Because I take my sweet time. If I'm Mm -hmm. wearing some press on nails, fake nails, I currently am. They fit. You're quite consistent. It takes time, but it's worth it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think also, I think they're quite like look. They're quite. I'm a low maintenance girl. Don't get me wrong, but I think they're like low maintenance. Like, yeah, they're just not trying. They're not executing fully. Yeah, I will say for the guys, um, what's his name? I think it begins with a D. He's got those tattoos. He's a he's a casserole. Dale. Dale. And he's got all those tattoos and he yeah. has those like multiple chains and I love that. Isn't one of them like Diamante? Didn't he walk in with like a bejeweled one? Might be. I love it. I love I really, that sense I of thought it was quite style. cool. Yeah. It's quite unique. And, and and the girls were like, it's too edgy for me. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was quite, I don't know, it's quite cool for him. And because his mm. necklaces are almost like chokers. Mm. They're quite like short, well yeah. placed and chunky and I love it. Yeah, I quite dig it. I think he's probably the most. Um, I mean, he's the he's the most edgy you're going to get out of Love Island. He's also probably spent a lot of money on his current appearance with tattoos. Finish. He's a tattoo artist, isn't he? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, he's like he's groomed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. So that's my uh, Love Island recap. Don't really think there's anything else to say. No. No, there isn't.
Okay, well, this week we are discussing office wear. Mm-hmm. What what it's sort of all about, what we personally wear, mm-hmm. sort of some origins of it, and kind of what can you really enforce in the in the workplace, I guess. Yeah, I've got a question for you. Right. Having both of us worked in the fashion industry, mm-hmm. what did you used to wear to work in when Je- we were jeans. all in the office? Yeah, okay. Jeans. Jeans and... Jeans and a t-shirt, jeans and a blouse, like... I don't know. I would wear dresses like in the summer, but it was it was very casual, very casual. Mm. And there's a few reasons for it. One was I it was a long commute for me. I wasn't having to like I don't want to wake up and think about what I was going to wear. My colleagues all were very just chilled dress sense like um and but you, also you you worked for a brand that like had the label of couture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also I had um oh, as in like uh, anytime I tried to look nice, anytime I dressed up nice, whatever, was a day you'd have to be on your hands and knees doing something like mm. it was just like you always were a bit like, why did I dress up today? Like because you were always having to do something or like doing just really horribly annoying errands and just like yeah I just actually like there's nothing glamorous about design and you've got to be sitting all day um or like you're standing presenting you're on the floor like pinning boards and stuff like that so yeah um even though a lot of my like uh a lot of people did obviously dress up but I just wasn't one of those people I was just there to be like I'm wearing clothes and that's enough (laughs) wow standards (laughs) yeah and the irony is then I had a job after that that wasn't so fashion related and I dressed up way more and cared more about what I wore there which is weird uh because you think you would want to impress like the fashion the fashion peep Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how about you what did what did you used to wear I for me actually were you delivering looks mim I was trying to (laughs) yes no you know what it was because when you I obviously had an office job so I just sat at the computer all day it Mm. wasn't manual as weren't on your feet weren't on your feet too much yeah exactly and so I could afford to like wear something that I bought new or something that was a bit nicer. And also it was a chance for me to just wear clothes that I owned. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you're not going to the office, very often a lot of your stuff doesn't get worn, you know, unless you're going on holiday, but that's only like once or twice a year. And so I used to like wear my stuff a lot and like try to rotate and whatnot because I already own it. So um, it was like a smart, casual kind of thing and I I agreed to myself that I wouldn't wear my Nikes oh yeah yeah and I uh I wouldn't wear obviously tracksuits but um that was my only kind of like rule like let me try and not slip under (laughs) Mm. but I had like VPs of the company and people who were higher than me who were super casual didn't care what they wore Mm. Some people wore the same thing every single day. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. The last company that I like, what last brand that I worked for um, wasn't like known for its like, high fashion or like, you know, forward thinking fashion or anything like that. So I guess there was never that expectation to be yeah. fashionable as such. But yeah, I mean... I guess like you could say the people who work behind the scenes in fashion companies and brands and whatnot are not necessarily fashionistas themselves, you know? It doesn't really matter yeah. that much. Um, but what are you wearing now? Like you're doing this hybrid work from home and the office now. Yeah, so so like office attire, I do try to go for it. I'm a bit like you of like, you know what? I've got certain things. I want to wear it. Mm. With, there is more of a there's more of a dress code I think it has to be like office attire mm-hmm. um and so I, I go for that a bit more and because it's much more computer-based what I do now mm-hmm. you can like afford to wear sort of like he when I say heels they're not like full-on heels 
but like a midi heel or boots with a heel and like actually handle wearing that all day because you're not going to be on your feet the whole time the only time you're really walking is to go to the bathroom or something um also you had like this massive epiphany during lockdown you were like I'm gonna be a new person (laughs) I'm gonna wear (laughs) I mean like I've always I like dressing up but I think it's more like I actually really get a kick out of that like I really like doing my makeup nicely Mm. I really like feeling put together I like being like a slob too like I'm currently in my pajamas it's nearly midday um (laughs) But like I have like sort of the two sides of like I really like if I'm gonna get dressed up, I really like to get dressed up. Yeah, you do. Mm. Um and I'm kind of like, yeah, why not? In an office like environment where you do sort of have to be somewhat smart, why not make it fun? Why not go for it? Um, I definitely think I have more of a zero shits given, sort of mm. yeah, I'll wear that. I don't care if it's super flattering on my figure, like I think I just have more of like a, if someone cares that much to be evaluating me, that says more about them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, I'm wearing what I'm wearing. Yeah. Um, I think when it comes to work, where as long as you look clean and mm. your stuff doesn't look crumpled, like you, you try to iron I look it or smart. whatever, then I think that that is, when it comes to office, being in the yeah. office and things, don't get me wrong. If I had a solicitor and they came and they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like, what the fuck am I paying for? Exactly. <laughs> you need to be but, in a suit. <laughs> but also currently, like, so the reason we have to be smart is clients sometimes come into our office. Mm. But that currently hasn't happened for however long. And also yep. we now have a kind of office where you would take them to a separate meeting room that where, to be honest, they would never see you. And I never have to deal with clients. So really, we actually don't have to be that smart. But mm. it's just generally, like, the done thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what do you, you haven't re-entered the office but what what do you think you would what kind of what do you foresee for yourself Hmm. um I I don't know is it is it a cool like is it a smart environment yeah I think I would have to be smarter but it's weird because um kind of a disclaimer to everyone my job is more on like inventory more on warehousing side I always worked in like as I've said like inventory merchandising type things but now it's like more within warehousing so I know that if I were to go like on site it would be like still capped boots Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is a look but um I think in general if I had to be in the office it would have to be smart um it's just not a problem for me I think I would just end up wearing like the same five shirts every day yeah and, and um, also one of the most fortunate thing I think for women mm. is that you can actually really expand what smart yeah. is like that's like a very fortuitous thing we have is that men to be honest if it's like a certain environment they just have to wear a suit and that is it like girls can do like a shirt smart trousers a shirt a nice skirt they can wear Mm -hmm. a jumper they can wear like you can wear a nice dress you can like go for it a bit more the color of your suit like you could probably Mm. wear like a bright pink suit and it maybe like some places be appropriate that's that can be like a gift and a curse because my Mm. mom's always said from young it's like make sure that like what you're gonna wear for the week is like organized Mm. like Sunday night or Monday or whatever so then you don't have to like think Think about about it it. um I think what happens with especially with like us ladies um we have so much so many options Mm -hmm. that we get lost in the source and we're like what do I wear what do I put on whereas men you know you and women can do the same thing as well like by all means but they just like have a suit and they change their shirt and tie and then that's it yeah I would I would be lost doing that. I think I would do that if I had to be more corporate. I'm giving you like cute accessories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a pussy bow shirt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the name of that shirt is just Oh it grosses so me out. We don't need it to be called that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um a bit about the history of workwear, I think is always interesting as well. Yeah, so I guess like the difference is, is that work were actually originated for people who worked in trade mm. because general attire used to be smart. We're, we're like, remember, like, even in the 90s, people like 
suits were just like an everyday thing for like gentlemen if you had an if you had a job it was a suit always no Mm -hmm. matter like what it was other than if you worked in trade whereas Mm -hmm. now if Mm -hmm. you work for Facebook you can turn up in a hoodie a t-shirt and jeans Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that just wasn't a thing for so long Mm -hmm. so actually it wasn't a question of what you wore to work you always tried to look smart in everything you did yeah so it was workwear was really like a form of protective clothing for people who worked in trade and that is like where overalls denim all of that originated from being protective or like winter or warm clothing for people who worked outdoors it's like gen like like that was the origin i believe of like levi's is creating workwear yeah i think you're right i think for if we just take like the Nine, like the 20th century um men Timberlands. yeah 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 all of that stuff I think yeah everyone in general in general life we were just a lot smarter dressed mm-hmm. um whether that was during the week or whether it was on the weekend we were just far more put together than we are way today. more put together um men always wore suits as you said whether you were an accountant or you worked you know in a department store like you mm-hmm. always wore a shirt and a tie and you know tried to be smart I think like women have probably seen a lot more variation when you talk about like yeah century when they came into like working in factories and they're wearing overalls for the first time and then you know when we come into like the set okay obviously what i'm saying and what we're saying is definitely centered around the west this is mm-hmm. not like yeah, yeah. a blanket history of fashion and workwear in other parts of the world but like in the 70s you as a woman you could see more women wearing trousers Mm -hmm. in an office environment you know and I think that that in itself is quite big now as you say we have so much options it's not just like do you wear overalls or uniform or do you wear a suit now you say it's like like dress down Fridays Mm -hmm. smart casual casual Um, can you wear hoodies and trainers to work can you are you are you worried that if you wear a blazer to work every day you might be overdressed yeah. it's so weird it's like that has um definitely i think like been a significant change in how we view workwear like now in 2021 you know um but everyone knows like in the 80s when women were coming into the workforce like on mass mm. the the desire to like parallel women's fashion with men's fashion. So suits, but they were like power dressing. Suits, yeah. Yeah. And the shoulder pads and, and all that. And maybe that was an imitation of what we were used to seeing as being office wear. And that's nothing wrong with that. We still love a suit for women. Yeah. We still love a suit. And I think we keep going round in circles actually with stuff like that of sometimes being like, we don't have to wear a suit. We've got our own mm-hmm. staff and then be like, but a suit's a really great, <laughs> a great way to wear clothing. Mm-hmm. Like you now see girls wearing suits on a night out. They just might be powder pink. They might be whatever. Like Zara always has multiple suits mm-hmm. in their in their collections. And I wouldn't say that's for work wear. No, no, no. Yeah. I would say it's the majority wear. of the time it's for girls to wear. Sometimes like Love Island style, just with some titty tape like they're not wearing a top under that or people are wearing a bralette or like you know you're not wearing that with a shirt it's just yeah Mm -hmm. like we keep going round and round with with playing with it all and I guess also maybe it's because a lot of jobs now don't require a dress code it's only quite formal formal places of work that actually require dress code it's still your lawyers it's still accountants it's still the people who like are being trusted with other people's things Mm. so it's the respect thing often isn't it of like like you said if a lawyer turns up for you you don't want them in a t-shirt like Mm. it's a it's a respect thing it's showing that like I guess it was like it's probably showing that like I take myself seriously that kind of a thing um but really, there aren't many industries above that. Yes, certain offices require it, but like 
I would say not that as many. It, it's sort of client facing probably jobs now more than anything. Yeah. So maybe I we agree. search for a suit to have our moment of feeling smart. Mm, yeah. I think now um, we, I don't know, like now we focus a lot more on trying to be individual when it's not necessarily that important when it comes to work, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you don't need to look like an individual. Stand out. It's like no one really cares that much really it's like if you're doing a bad job everyone's gonna gossip about you because you're fucking useless you know as opposed to like oh my god do you see what they wore um but also now I think there's a lot more discussion around gender neutrality in workwear Mm -hmm. and um that's been a hot topic for a while um and it's in for me if we take a step back it's interesting that we even are having a conversation about whether i want to wear jeans wear trousers or a skirt or a dress to work but you know everything now is like has to be a discussion (laughs) Hmm? everything has to be talked about so some examples that i actually came across um, which was I find interesting because when we take the airline industry, it's probably one of those industry traditionally like bankers and lawyers and um, accountants, and those kind of very what we call white collared professions. Mm-hmm. Being an airline steward or stewardess was always synonymous with the uniform and being presentable and f- I think we've held on to that uniform thing for such a long time um, that it's been quite hard to shake the idea of, you know, their, their uniforms could do with some updating. Mm. So there's um, a new budget airline that's come out of Iceland, actually. I think they're new this year, in fact, and it's called play. The airline is called play guys. Yeah, I know. Um, And so what they have is, lots of um, different items that their staff can mix and match and wear. I don't know what their their pilots wear, though, because I still want to see a pilot in a suit. I'm sorry. That's the the thing. We associate certain people. But you know what? I hope that that includes trousers for some of the women. Yeah. So what it includes is they have, like, chinos in grey and red. So both the men and women can wear either colour what they want. They have sweatshirts. So like the grey sweatshirts with the logo on it. They have a t-shirt version. They have um, a matching red blazer. They have like a shirt dress that women can wear as a dress or with the trousers underneath as well. Um, And it's a mix and match sort of thing. I like that. Yeah. And then there's another um, example of, I believe it's a Korean airline and it's called Aero K. And they are following a similar thing. It's it's all grey, but they have like this kind of um, gilet vest thing. Um, they have trouser options, T-shirts, sweatshirts. Um, it's just a lot more casual. And I think especially where a lot of our airlines are now like charter airlines, mm-hmm. cheaper airlines, um, I can see how, you know, going on EasyJet, I'm not that fussed if someone's wearing a jumper, you know, a jumper. A sweatshirt. Yeah. What do you think? I think that, I, you know what? I'm a big believer that, like, it's not actually what you wear that makes you look smart. I think it's your general appearance of have you brushed your hair? Does your hair look okay? Have yeah. you made- like don't have to wear makeup but like have you just washed your face like (laughs) if Mm. you are wearing makeup like have you done that nicely like are your clothes clean are they like ironed if they need to be Mm -hmm. I think that's you could look really smart in jeans and a t-shirt if it's like a dark denim a really nice crisp white t-shirt yeah but you've brushed like your overall appearance looks nice your your trainers aren't dirty like you could look super smart that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big believer that like, because also you know, we've seen anyone, just because you wear a suit doesn't mean you look smart. There are people whose <laughs> suits look like they've been rolled up in a ball. Oh, they are like, like our prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, and he's got messy hair. Yeah. So he's never going to look as smart as somebody who's maybe brushed their hair, or put a bit of gel in and styled mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And like, 
there's an overall appearance or like getting a smart haircut for instance like all of that stuff yeah so I'm like as long as like these people who I don't really care what an air hostess wears the or whatever are they still called air hostesses flight attendants. attendants yeah um as long as I can distinguish who is a flight attendant on my flight I don't yes. really care. like That's as long thing, as they actually. don't blend in with like the, the everyday folk on the flight other than that I couldn't care less but you know what I will say is this is a mm. really a bit of a segue but I think this is still appropriate I have noticed on the Olympics and there's obviously been a lot of chat about like uniforms and stuff like that on the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And I think you should be able to wear what you want. If you don't want to wear like pants, wear shorts, wear trousers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I will say that I've seen, especially for the gymnasts, I think gymnastics is a sport that you are kind of like meant to have a certain appearance and you, you know, you you wear a nice leotard type of a thing. You look really polished. Yeah. they haven't been doing their hair very nicely. And like, I just really can't stand it. That like, they try to make all this effort, like they're going for it. They've worn some sparkly eyeshadow, whatever it might be. Mm. And then their bun is messy. And I'm just like, I'm not here for that. I think she's not. <laughs> I don't know if that's because yeah. I come from a dancing background, where like yeah. part of our dance exams, we were marked on like how smart we looked. And I know gymnastics had that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That I'm a bit like, she's got some flyaways. Um <laughs> but yeah. yeah I get what you mean I think there's one thing is like if it gets disheveled whilst yeah doing your, I mean they're doing somersaults of so. course yeah <laughs> I know what you mean quickly just going back to the point you said is like can I distinguish my flight attendant from everyone else who's boarding the plane I think that's really important because mm. if if all the flight attendants are now wearing trackies or not trackies yeah. or not they're like chinos and a jumper sure there's a logo on it but being wearing that like more traditional uniform with the little hat and the little sash and the Mm. scarf and all of that there was a very clear easy distinction about who works on the plane and who's because very few people dress up for a flight yeah especially like the likes of an easy jet with a you know yeah exactly so I think that is a good point actually um but yeah with um the olympics I mean, there's always the argument of what's more important, the way someone looks or the way oh, someone performs. Oh, for sure. It's not about what they look, but it's mm. just more like they look like they've gone to a lot of effort and then like it's just not quite finished. I guess but it's part that, of the show, it's the old, isn't it? It's the old it's, school thing, I think. Yeah. I think really it's like it's actually about the fact that they're risking their lives and their training and like yeah. their routines are really difficult and it shouldn't actually at all be about what they wear you know or how they look I think it is like they're putting on a show in that sense Mm. I think for gymnastics and especially things like figure skating part of the show is not just the skill and the dance routine and the music but it's It's like the dress you're wearing your costume yeah yeah Yeah. I know what you mean it's um I think it it harkens comes back to the idea of like what's the purpose of what you're wearing is it to protect yeah. you is it to add to the the presentation the performance yeah. yeah or is it just like there for rules sake it's just the yeah. sake of having a rule um but it's I guess it's a bit like you know what is it is it called dressage when they do that weird horse dance yeah yeah it's dressage. like again they're like you're you make your horse look nice you look smart you're wearing mm. like a blazer on a horse there are just certain things where I think that but that's part of the overall thing um more so than obviously um someone like swimming and stuff like that they obviously can't do certain things because they yeah. just need to be fit for swimming mm. um yeah but yeah what do you make of what do you make of people not being allowed to wear shorts oh I think it's ridiculous I mean I don't want my when you're playing like volleyball and them little like knickers are riding into your butt crack do you really think I want to be on the biggest sporting stage of my life with my cheeks out when you also might be having your time of the month you also might not just want your bum out because volleyball is thought of as the sport of like it's a sexy sport it's sexualized anyway isn't it yeah Yeah. so like is that really the reason you're not allowed to wear shorts 
But I'm just, I'm a big believer of like, why aren't the men wearing pants then? Yeah, I want some Speedos. Like, let's do that then too. <laughs> no, that's disgusting. I don't want to see that. Of course, but like, it's that, like, it's the tip for tap. Yeah, like, of course. I think you find that women get told a lot more what to wear. Mm, um, mm. And like, so this is my segue into, mm. um, I know that Tom Ford used to have a dress code for all people who worked in their like, office environment that women had to wear high heels and they had to wear red lipstick and don't get me wrong I know men have to wear suits and that is an enforced dress code essentially Mm -hmm. but it's one thing to tell someone how to do their makeup and what shoes to have on their feet Mm -hmm. I just think that in the in the 21st century I don't think we should be telling women. I don't think this is enforced anymore, but this was probably 10 years ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to wear heels. Bearing in mind, if you're in the design team, it applied to you. And if you were still there at 10 o'clock at night, you could not take those shoes off your feet, uh, especially if Mr. Tom Ford was in the building. Mm. Like, that's mm-hmm. crazy. But the thing is, is also the difference between saying someone has to wear a dress for example Mm -hmm. or a suit is different with shoes because high heels can give you varicose veins can give you bunions it's high heels is not the best thing for your feet don't get me wrong I Mm. love a pair of high heels you know as I've said the higher the heel the closer to God but (laughs) I don't want my employer in an office setting where really we don't have clients and stuff mm. saying that I should wear heels. I want to caveat this point with saying that I did used to work for a brand and it had a very strong aesthetic. It was a very vintage pinup aesthetic and we did have to wear heels of a certain height <clears throat> and above. So we couldn't wear like kitten heels. Um, and we did have to wear a certain amount of makeup. That was part of the uniform. Mm-hmm. Having said that, if you were applying for the job, and you walked into the store, it was very clear what the uniform was. Yeah. And everyone... And it was client-facing. It was client-facing. This didn't, as far as I know, it didn't apply to the offices. Um, And you knew from the jump that, like, that was the rule. And yeah. This was, and this was the image and the fantasy that they were trying to cultivate. And it was, de- it was definitely part of the brand. That's different because you go into it knowing no. what, you know what that job is about um and everyone who kind of works there likes the rule you know mm. like wasn't oh opposed yeah to it. and don't get me wrong I love a red lipstick I like to wear heels but there are definitely days where you wouldn't want to wear that and I think the fact mm-hmm. that it gets enforced then makes it like there might be a day where like your shoes are really rubbing your feet yeah or all of that kind of a thing or it's a really stifling hot day or like you've hurt your leg <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think when it's like you, it's just mandatory. Um, yeah, it makes it a really tough, tough thing to bear. Yeah, especially like some people don't even really wear makeup, so to put red lipstick on, like red lipstick is high maintenance. I like. I <laughs> just when when you have lunch to touch it up, but also it's a really difficult thing because it tends to be most people tend to wear a matte red lipstick because glossy is messy it's bleeding all over the place yeah and so to touch up a matte lipstick that half of it is still on your face like your mouth and then to cover over with another layer makes it cakey it like you don't want to continually do that for the whole of your life your poor mouth i know and then it doesn't look smart like it's the kind of thing of like if you want people to look smart give them a guidance but like just because you're wearing red lipstick and heels doesn't mean you look good you oh, know oh preach that's true <laughs> <laughs> but i oh, think there's, so there was definitely a big controversy like i think it was shortly before covid about women and if if you can enforce heels in the workplace and the fact that you shouldn't have to enforce that um or shouldn't be allowed to enforce that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it should be, I think it should be a woman's decision. Um, I will say though that some people wear some dowdy shoes, but you know what? Men wear some questionable shoes with their suits. Mm-hmm. So you never can control how people really look. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah, I would hate for it to be like a 
every company is now saying that, oh, you know, we're going to enforce these like stupid rules um, because then it leaves people who are in the workforce with very little choice. It's mm. very easy to say, well, then go and find another job. But if if everyone's enforcing these laws, then you don't really have a choice. There's no such thing, you know. Um, but I'm so glad that we don't really live in a time or a society has that i mean for christ's sake we could turn up in hoodies to work if we yeah. really wanted to um so yeah yeah i mean also we'd have to touch on like the policing of people's hair in the workplace as well so in um this olympics actually um they the olympic committee was like banning the use of like bigger um swimming caps so if you had like big curly hair or like afro hair yep it said there had to be like the very tight ones you know which is doesn't make sense because if you need a bigger swimming cap because you've got a lot of hair going on it doesn't put you, you don't gain a- anything you are less- having a bigger swimming hat exactly you are less aerodynamic yes so you are making that trade-off saying so what if you have afro hair you have to shave your head to be allowed to wear a swimming cap what yeah, are- some people are just big-headed I just exactly swimming caps are dodgy though because I've always struggled with swimming caps. I remember when I was younger. I mean, I've also seen um videos of well, this one particular video where these two young men were um oh, what was it? It was like a type of martial arts, you know, the one where they like roll around the floor. This is me being very taekwondo, something like that. I don't know. Um, and one one boy had something, you know. wrestling it was was, i think it was just wrestling you know (laughs) the actual sport of wrestling um not wwe but like the actual wrestling um and so yeah one boy had long hair it was out it was messy and another boy had like dreads and he was made to cut off his dreads yeah like there the the long hair guy wasn't well it wasn't as i don't from what I remember, it wasn't as long, but it was like you could easily wear it in a ponytail. Mm. Like either boy could just have yeah. hair in a ponytail. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I know that lots but of also because because dreadlocks can be cultural. So like that's really inappropriate to interpret that. Yeah, like it's a place like hair is cultural in certain in certain religions and stuff yeah. like that. Like you can't mess with that. So there's like lots of ways that like we can police uniform if you wear turbans, if you wear headscarves, Mm -hmm. if you do not have. um, I mean, there are like we still see not just in South Africa, but like here as well. We see school kids who are, you know, they have to like have straight hair, or if your hair isn't straight, it's deemed as like it's deemed as messy. I was about to say that. I have a cousin who's got really curly hair and he chooses to wear it long mm-hmm. and that is deemed as messy. So yeah. there's just for sure that he wouldn't work in an office environment because that's how he likes to wear his hair. So if you have short hair, your only option really is to have it quite short because we associate curls with mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It's, it's stuff like that. And also we live in an, in a time where lots of people have tattoos Mm. like we still have a thing where if you can see isn't it meant to be like if you can see tattoos from like underneath the shirt oh yeah like from from above your collar or below the cuffs like that's deemed inappropriate um what do you think about if you okay so going back to our solicitor hypothetical scenario okay yeah if your solicitor walks in and he's wearing a suit he's looking sharp but you can see neck tattoos and you can see tattoos on his knuckles. What are you thinking? I would I would probably judge that. But you know why? I think that's because we have this societal thing that tattoos are for a certain type of person. They are deemed like not even messy, but they're deemed to not be associated with that profession. Like equally, if he had like really messy curly hair, I'd probably be a bit like, this dude doesn't look after himself, which is just not true. That's just his hair type. Mm. But we have these awful like associations with things and like it will take someone being a lawyer 
and having like face tattoos to like mm-hmm. redefine it you know mm-hmm. um, but I think as a society we just do we we create a preconceived idea of how someone's meant to be the most important thing is that he has a good enough brain to help me with my legal problems yeah and that is really it yeah like I think as humans um we obviously are built because we live in societies we are built that we have to kind of like our first impression of people is always how they look that's how we kind of like categorize people and sort our way through life you know we have to to some extent but honest to god if i met a guy and he was really well groomed and he was wearing a suit and he looked great but i saw tattoos on his knuckles and his neck me personally and this is not me pandering to any sort of i'm thinking to myself this guy's lived a life this yeah. guy's this guy's you know what he's he didn't just come out of like he hasn't like, gone straight to law school <laughs> this, is, this is me assuming this is not yeah. any better but this is me as- making a lot of assumptions about this person and they could all be false yeah so I could be absolutely chatting shit but in my mind for a split second I'd be thinking oh this guy's lived a life you know he wasn't like he didn't just come out of like you know private school went to Oxford and like you know mm. this guy's been about the block you know he might have had some normal people jobs and therefore has a better understanding of life normal people how things work you know some people can be can seem or look very like toffs you know you know yeah, when stifled. i say yeah 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 and you know Sheltered. that sort of person <laughs> exactly so for me to see someone who's a little bit different in that sense i'm thinking oh hmm. maybe we could get on i don't know Mm. i don't know but actually you saying that it probably would almost put someone more at ease because we do try we put on a pedestal the likes of legal professionals and Mm. financial advisors and accountants often um because i guess anyone that we need their help because we don't know type of a thing Mm -hmm. um but actually maybe it's less intimidating especially if you had some really some really um personal legal problems or like Mm -hmm. you're going through a really emotional time like a divorce do you want that person to be on your human level yep yes Mm. you don't necessarily need it to be some like straight like a straight necked like guy who's like never left like the suburbs Mm. of Surrey because like you want someone who's going to be like just a human with your level and have experienced a bit of life a bit of hardship a bit of whatever yeah um and I think if it's definitely a lot to do with um if they mirror you mm. or they mirror how you perceive yourself to be so what I mean by is like some people really like men or women in legal profession who look really plain yeah all they know is quite plain people and they consider themselves to be quite plain and that's what they understand and what they can they can relate to and there's nothing wrong with that other people need something different because they're like oh yeah that that's our commonality and that's as you said when you say i need someone who um can connect to me on a human level those differences are like signifiers oh that guy's different mm-hmm. you know or that woman's different or whatever and I consider myself to be like that whatever that might be yeah if your lawyer turned up though in a hoodie and joggers how would you feel okay two scenarios went into my brain then if it was like a really nice I, know, I knew you were going to say if it's a matching like <laughs> tracksuit. I'm thinking to myself. Okay, I'm, I'm you... telling you. I'm telling you, it's mis- <laughs> it's mismatched. Like you just got non-branded I... grey trackies on. I thought maybe and, like, he'd just come from the gym, and I'd be like, "What? Am I just an afterthought to you? You just squeezed me in after your spinning class. Is this what this is? That's one scenario that I was thinking of." Um, so I, I wouldn't appreciate it, no, because yeah. to me it's I'm an afterthought. Mm. I'm not like you didn't prepare for this because And also you yeah. probably wouldn't choose to wear trackies to that kind of a meeting. No, yeah. 
Give me and the you, same and energy. You're and you're entitled to just as much, I guess. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, definitely one of our poll questions will be... <laughs> If your solicitor turned up in trackies, what would you do? But also, uh, and also, I reckon maybe, do you like to dress up for the workplace? Yeah. Any any other thoughts on on pollage? No, I think those are two solid ones. Kind of what we've covered already. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks again, guys, for listening to Style Over Substance um we're going to be posting images and polls and stuff on our our instagram so go and follow Mm -hmm. us there um i've been mim and i've been scarlet thanks for listening guys ciao Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.